Disaster, the world is ending, and Nick Cage is flying a plane, it's the movie left behind. Welcome to the Roast and Toast Podcast, I'm Jordan, and with me as always are John and Ryan. John, how are you? I'm doing well. Ryan, how are you? I'm good. Alright, great. We watched a John-recommended movie. Hey! John really wanted something with Nick Cage in it because... He's terrible. And we haven't seen him since Ghost Rider beginning of season one. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, you know, we've seen three Tyler Perry movies and only one (laughs) Nick Cage. It was was overdue for us to see a Nick Cage movie. Yeah, that's true. We watched this 2014 religious disaster film, I guess, (laughs) uh, for lack of a better term. And I think other than the Birdemic project and sequel, we haven't done a disaster movie. I think this might be our part. Do you want to save that? Uh, That's like a creature feature. Kind of time trap. Okay. But they just missed everything. I don't know. That's true. I guess you're right, yeah. This is kind of our first disaster. Well, in a way, Birdemic is also a creature feature. So maybe it is the first time we've done a disaster film. Um, It was directed by Vic Armstrong, (laughs) who was a stunt double for Harrison Ford in multiple Indiana Jones movies and one of the Star Wars films. Um, I think he had like one other directing credit and that was it. But I think this was his first project. Oh wow. It was Um, bad. So I think it really speaks volumes about his talent. (laughs) It stars Nicolas Cage as Rayford Steele. Chad Michael Murray coming back already. Second. His second time. But we talked because we spent the whole last time he was on talking about Cinderella. (laughs) Yep. He was Cameron Buck Williams, Cassie Thompson, who I'm, I hated her character so much in Chloe? this movie. Yeah. Aww. She was Chloe Steele. Nikki Whelan as Hattie Durham. I hated her. I could have sworn her name was Patty. I thought it was no, Patty for a bit. Because at one point, I swear Nick calls her Patty instead of In fact, I don't ever remember hearing... Uh, the huh sound. No, her name was kind of just like... Addie. Yeah. Because <laughs> 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 Wikipedia said it was Hattie, and I was like, I don't know. I wrote it down, but maybe I misheard. It Hattie. I do... It was in the subtitles. Anyway. Yeah, the sub- it was? Subtitles. I wasn't even... I think I had subtitles going, and I wasn't even... <laughs> okay, I was just gone. Um, Jordan Sparks as Shasta Carvel. I don't think we ever hear her name. She's the woman with the gun on the plane. Okay. Whose daughter? And she's like, my husband took my daughter. I was saying she has like two speaking parts in the entire film. Sparks looks different than I thought she looked. No, it's a different Jordan Sparks. There's one that we grew up with Disney Channel. That's Jordan Sparks. Yeah. No. Yeah, the same Jordan Sparks. No. Yeah. I say she looks different than I thought she looked like. I mean, time has gone on, and she's gotten older, older, but that's her. Good for her. Yeah. I, I mean, I wish her. her acting would have gotten her into bigger and better projects, but... Yeah. Um, I mean, it looks like it Sweet Life on Deck was her biggest role. <laughs> she was also in an episode of Big Time Rush. Oh, she? Um, there you go. Okay. And I, she was. <laughs> I think that's about it. Um, she but, does a lot of Christian movies. Oh, she does? God Bless the Broken Road, mm-hmm. Left Behind. Uh, I think The Heart of the Batter had some Christian ties in it. Oh. It's interesting. The Grace of Jake was a Christian one. Well, as long as she got herself out of Left Behind. Yeah. Um, but I don't think we ever even got her name. Like, I don't think anyone no. used it. I don't think she ever said it. Besides being 
one football guy's wife. Yeah, being like the main person of color in the movie. The person of color in the movie. Well, there was the. I guess he was a Muslim. Oh, the Middle Eastern man. That's right. His dad was. His dad disappeared though, so he might have been like Jewish or something. Yeah, was that his dad he was with? I think so. Okay. I feel like they made him out to be probably like Muslim, based off of the way that the short part. What's the politically correct term? Is it little person? I think it's little person. Okay, based off of what the little person <laughs> says towards the man, I would think that we are supposed to assume yeah. he was Muslim. Based that's off of how they treat him and disrespect him. like they casted him, yeah. yeah. And then Leah Thompson is in this movie for about three minutes as the mother. Irene Steele. I know, she... Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> she was. I mean, like, she came on set for... Half a day. Yeah. Got her check and just walked out. She was like, I don't want anything else to do with this movie. Yeah, because we don't even get much in the way of, like, flashbacks. She talks on the phone with the daughter. Then the daughter gets to the house and they talk. And and then then, she's in the window. And then, yeah, in the window when the daughter leaves. And that's that's it. it. Yeah. Yeah, she's... Maybe even not three minutes. I've always wondered in movies, because there were a little bit in this... Do they do, like, the photo day at the start of the movie? I was thinking about that. Because I've always thought that would be a fun day. The just, yeah. like, 50 different costume changes mm-hmm. just so we can get our, like, staged photos. Because, like, the photo that Nick Cage has of his family in his pocket, mm-hmm. it didn't even look like... It looked like they were just like, hey, you know, like, Photoshop them all together. <laughs> we don't have time. Yeah. So... I was wondering, I was like, did they do, like, a photo day or something yeah. like that? I always actually... wanted to see one of those, to, like, go to Same. set and watch the photo day. Because <laughs> I feel like it would be so much fun. It sounds like it you would know? be, You yeah. know, you just, like, do, like, a couple different locations, change a mm-hmm. lot, and just do some photos with famous people. I feel like it yeah. would be fun. Uh, the movie has a 1% critics rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a 4% audience rating. So this Gosh. is the lowest we have ever reached before. I think it's so accurate. Oh my god. Yeah, like this movie was really asking for it. Uh, It is a reboot of the Left Behind movies that starred Kirk Cameron, which brought a lawsuit from the book series, because this is all based off of a book series. By Tim LaHaye and Jeremy Jenkins. Yep. By Tim LaHaye. He sued for breach of contract uh, with the movie. Because it was so far. I think so. (laughs) With the Kirk Cameron movies, Mm -hmm. not this movie. Um,. Two sequels were planned for this movie with all characters reprising their roles. Where could they have gone from this? I don't... I mean, I guess just, like, tribulation. Just continue. <laughs> or just, like, actually show, like, what the rapture was supposed to be like. Yeah. Um, since they didn't really do that. Uh, the movie's writer, Paul Lalonde, launched an Indiegogo campaign asking for $500,000, <laughs> but he got $80,000. Uh, in 2016, another Left Behind movie came out directed by Tim LaHaye's grandson, which supposedly has sequels in development already. Oh, okay. Then it was revealed on January 2nd, year unknown, that the <laughs> series will be rebooted again. But if it's it's unknown if any original actors will come back. In August 2021, Paul Lalonde said that a reboot of the series is coming from Pure Flix and thought it was... and. It is going to be written and produced by the same crew behind the previous movies. Oh, no. So I'm just like, I feel like the point of a reboot is to get, like, some fresh blood in there. <laughs> to yeah. kick out And the not do people. what you did before, but oh. what do I know? Uh, 
Tia Mowry of like the sister sister mm-hmm. sisters oh. and uh, she was supposed to play she twitches. Uh, yeah, and from Twitches. She was supposed to play Shasta Jordan Sparks role. Uh, and Ashley Tisdale was originally casted for Chloe Steele's role. I would have loved this movie that, so much more. It would have been so I'm good. glad they did Jordan Sparks instead. I think that I think she casting. I mean Granted, I, honestly, I don't know how much it would have changed it since they're both in the... Like, they're there in the movie. It's not like they were just like, hey, you don't need to come to set today because you have no lines. Like, she's basically, like, just an overpaid background character yeah. with a couple lines. But I don't think the other... I don't know her name. Tia. I don't think she would have done as well. Tia is a talented She's actress. a good actress, but in such a serious, dramatic role yeah. as True. the gun standoff was. I don't know if I would have taken her seriously there. You know? Exactly. I didn't really yeah. take Jordan Sparks seriously. I thought she. Did I don't really know. Good. I that think was that the, was the best acted scene of the whole movie. That was the best scene of the whole movie. Yeah, but that's not saying a lot. I picked it's saying uh, a lot. Uh, that's a very fair point. It's really saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> However, it's the part of the movie that I paid the most attention to. Yeah. I thought she did great. I don't think I could have taken the other girl seriously. In, no. In the role. But can you imagine Ashley Tisdale in this? That would have been great. That would have changed <laughs> everything. Getting her steps in literally all See, over town. I don't even think of her as Sharpay. I always think of her from Zack and Cody. Yeah, as Maddie. Maddie. As Maddie, yeah. I mean, I would have hated it for her career to be in this. Yeah. But I would does have loved... Does she do stuff anymore? She does, like, YouTube stuff and, like, she a lot does of interviews. Music, yeah. I think. Oh. She's really, like, low-key, though. I love her. Yeah. She got her money and she got out. I can't blame her. Mm-hmm. Well, That's what I would have done. Yeah. Get famous off of, like, a few movies and then ditch. Yeah. She's, she knows what she's doing. That's true. Uh, but she had scheduling conflicts for this movie, and they waited as long as they could to try and get her <laughs> before going with the other chick. And then they were like, okay, bye, Ashley. Nick Cage did this movie because as Because he was broke. Yeah. <laughs> no, he actually did this as a favor to his brother, Mark Coppola, who's a priest. Oh. So that was really interesting to that me. That is interesting. It was nominated for Inspirational Film of the Year by the GMA oh, Dove Awards. Oh, my uh, but it did not win, Good. and it received three Razzie nominations, Yay. Worst Picture, Worst Actor for Nick Cage, and Worst <laughs> Screenplay, but it didn't win any Aww, of them, which I'm really shocked about. Like, it should have won all of those. It must have been up against some hard competition. I should have looked what was up for competition that year. Oh! I don't know what came out. It was a Kirk Cameron movie, because... Under, like, the trivia and IMDb, it was, like, ironically this year, or it was, like, it was nominated for Razzies this year. Ironically, it lost to Kirk Cameron, who was in the original Left Behind movies. Um, so I was, like, that's actually really funny. I know why it lost. Because it was up against Movie 43. Oh. And After Earth, which I don't know if you saw After I Earth. saw After I liked it that movie. Shot. That movie was so good, I saw it in theaters. I watched it in theaters, too, because I saw a trailer for it, and I was like, this looks like it's going to be the best movie ever. I liked that and movie, it's, John. It's Will and Jaden Smith on Earth and oh. after everything died. One of the bad M. Night Shyamalan movies, but I liked that film so So was so the twist much. in that one just that it's Earth? Mm. Even though it's called After, after Earth. Earth? Okay. I think that was the twist in the movie. That's dumb. I did have... This is for another episode, because uh, honestly, I guess we could do that movie. Um, but like, movie. I had so much beef with Will Smith in that film, because he was hating on his child 
for not fighting a monster when the child was like six years old. But That's again, true. this is for another episode. Um, the budget for this movie was $16 million, and it got $27.4 million in box office. So it wasn't a flop. Not going to lie. I was really surprised about that. <laughs> John, would you mind synopsizing this film for us? Um, family with issues arising from a lot of different areas uh is trying to work through issues on the father's birthday but chaos ensues when god decides this is it for earth and the rapture from christian uh theology happens and it's about them trying to land a plane through this i feel like honestly just the last sentence <laughs> is enough. trying to land a plane um <laughs> Because honestly, that's what it boiled down that's, to. Yeah. That is what it boils so, down to. Well, because we kept talking, we were like, so when are they going to get off the plane? And never. The last, yeah. the last two minutes, they're finally off the plane. Because like in the book series, so much more happens mm-hmm. in the first book. Well, like, I really kind of wanted to know what was going on. And I was trying to think back to the teen books. It's, they're so Because like, the teen books... I was like, maybe, was Chloe in there? And I was like, no, because none of this At the end, rings a bell. Chloe was. Oh, she was? They kind of meet up when they get to, like, the last couple years. Okay, okay. But, no, prior to that, one of the kids knew... Ramey? Ramey. Which is a terrible kid's name. Oh, that was a terrible kid's name. One of the kids knew him was the only connection. Okay. Between the adult and the kid until, like, the very end. Oh, how interesting. But I feel like, really, the rapture isn't even important except for just... Causing some It's chaos. why yeah. the plane is in the situation. Yeah. yeah. And it's really all about the plane, though. Yeah. It's all about the plane. It's all about Chloe is getting in her steps. Like, she... I, I don't know how she does it. She doesn't sleep. She runs <laughs> everywhere, and she walks everywhere. It was insane. So my favorite part about this is because, like, from the time, like, it happens, like, plane's already up and it's only supposed to be about like six hours before it like lands again so she literally ran across manhattan for hours yeah yeah and made it everywhere made it to like this random bridge i think outside of manhattan at some point yeah and like did you guys know i know we're like jumping way ahead did you notice like the shift in the daylight at that point because like it was daybreak and then when she gets back down from the bridge it is pitch black again well because it's night yeah which was confused a lot because it's like 8 p.m. for her. Yeah. But it did definitely look like a sunrise. Well, like, it night had come. No, I don't think so. Well, I'm pretty sure it did. It nighttime for Nick Cage in the plane. Well, that's because he's happened. over the east. Yeah. But he was coming back over. Yeah, yeah, but he's ahead of them. Because they, Cause he he's... just announces at one point, oh, we're heading back, even though they never told us that, that he was going to turn around. Yeah, because he's like midway over the Atlantic at this point. So he'd be like four or five hours ahead of them. I'd also like to point out. So if like he's like we haven't reached the halfway point, I know it's way ahead. Yeah. But like okay. we're gonna turn around and then they're running out of fuel even though they haven't made a complete trip yet. Well, they're I think it's like because of before. when they tipped the That's plane, okay. tipped the wings. And also, planes only fill up with enough fuel to get where they're going because it's more fuel efficient and because you save money. Yeah. So he, if they were like at three hours, and I think the reason really he turned around is because they wanted to get home for a catastrophe mm-hmm. yeah. versus overseas, and he couldn't still at this point. So it does make sense. Why but I just because I was thinking the same thing about the fuel too, yeah. and I was I like, just, how did they already run out? Yeah, they hit. Like they were adding chaos. He had to elevate. Well, I I think that was a big 
piece of it. Just uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I, I swear, like Chloe, it was night, and then she goes to the bridge, and then it was like leading into daybreak, and then she climbs back down from the bridge, and then it's just dark again. And it was the the timeline was terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, but let's just jump into the film. <laughs> um, so the opening music hit me like a Lifetime or Hallmark movie because it was just like very instrumental and like almost upbeat happy like we're about to see some woman opening her own bakery or something which is what like every person does in a Hallmark film. Um, but the first thing we get is like this crazy interaction with this Christian woman and <sighs> CMM Chad Michael Murray. I love Christian movies because they always open up with the like we have to establish this is a Christian movie yeah go to the bookstore and pan over all the Christian books yeah mm-hmm. and because was Acts of God like a real book yeah I think so I thought it was Chad Michael Murray's book and, um, <laughs> yeah, I, honestly I don't know it could be a real book um, but she goes over to Chad Michael Murray and she's just like telling him about like they're in the end times and like yeah. Uh, yeah, what was the? Is he like a disaster reporter? I guess. I don't. I, I guess because he said he like was at like a tsunami, tsunami and he's obviously that. traveling. But apparently, everyone in the world knows who. Yeah, he like is. everyone knows who this man is, except for the old lady on the plane who thinks he's like Frank Sinatra. But <laughs> like, she just runs up and she's talking about like famine and disaster, and then Nick Cage's daughter inserts herself into the situation. She's like. Well, how can you explain this? She's like, you like when earthquakes happen? <laughs> yeah, she like she says it multiple she times. It, yeah, She's like, Christians just say that it's great when earthquakes happen. Like, it's what God wants. <laughs> and I know. I was like, what has anyone ever said that? <laughs> ever. No one's ever happened. To, and like, Chad Michael Murray is just being like hounded by people at the airport. And he's just entertaining all of it and doing autographs. Like, I wish I remembered the books more. Like, I know maybe two reporters. I don't know any reporters. Like, I... maybe three. I know a lot of fictional reporters. True. <laughs> I know, like, Lester Holt and Katie Couric and... Katie Couric, that's true. Kate Snow, and Kate... they're all from NBC. I guess Katie Couric would be, like, the closest to what he is. A yeah. Kind of, like, a, fi- a famous reporter. True. Because she was big. Yeah, she was really big. She's still around? Yeah, just she, not, not in her full capacity. Yeah. But, I mean, like, even if I saw Katie Kirk at an airport, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, her. run up and ask for an autograph. I would have no idea who she was. I you probably know? wouldn't even recognize her. I wouldn't I recognize her. I know her by name. I don't know what she looks like at all. Um, Basic white chick. Woman. And <laughs> she's got... Very, I saw her in a TikTok the other day, actually, but... Wow. Um, for another time. Very basic white chick. And uh, I think it was... Uh, <laughs> Chloe calls her mom. She just got home from her flight from who knows where. UCA. From college. UCA. From college. UCA. And uh, Leah Thompson in one of like her three scenes in the movie is like, we're so excited, but you know. Your dad's your, gone. Your dad's going for a trip today. Like it was unexpected. I know it's really going to suck. Yeah. And so Chloe's like, well, I'll wait at the airport for him because Nick Cage is a pilot. And I'm just like, I guess Chloe was going to be there for like a day, like the actual day of his birthday. Yeah. And so... Well, maybe a couple, because he would have like layover and stuff. And then he said he was planning on spending a couple days with Hattie. 
Yeah. So maybe it was she was gonna be there for a couple of days, but he was gonna be gone a week on this trip. Because but the, still, because before they like before they say like he was gonna be staying with her, I was like, oh, you know, he's gonna fly there and then he's gonna come right back. Yeah. And I was like, so she literally came for the day to surprise him for the birthday. Like that sounds whack, but okay. And so Chloe's like, well, I'm gonna hang out at the airport waiting for him. Nick pulls up in the airport in his car. We see this flight attendant put on lip gloss with, you know, like one extra button undone on her blouse. And then it's insinuated like, oh, they're together because he takes off his wedding ring in his car because um, he's a man whore. I'm still amazed by her leg muscle. She had really nice calves. Did you, Did you see that? No. Oh. When she like got out of the car, it was the most defined leg muscle I've ever seen. Okay. And like all the way down. All I could pay attention to was her hair. I couldn't really tell if it was her real or not. Her hair was wild. I thought it was real bad. Even for 2014, it was a bad haircut. <laughs> no, um, that leg muscle just astounded me. Yeah, that and then Nick Cage's like, hairline. How it just it, oh, it was so bad. There's a reason he put the cap on. I yeah. think he literally wore the hat the entire movie. No, he gave it to her. For like a little bit, and then he's like, I should love it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice he was wearing aviators? Yeah, I was like, they made the aviator wear aviators. That made me real angry, I'm not going to lie. He and he side. wore it inside the airport. I was real angry about that, too. I was like, come on, man, you know better than this. Yeah. Um, so, Chloe's waiting around for her dad to come, and she has the interaction with the crazy Christian lady. And then... Uh, Chad, Michael Murray is like, I want to call him just Chad, not that I'm on a first name basis with him like that, but... Chad. Call him Chad. Okay, let's call him Chad. I mean, he was going to come today for the recording, but like when if he just couldn't make it. They always get up. <laughs> it's, it's the traffic here. The traffic is... Uh, they just get really stuck in it. Yeah. It's yeah. Just like how they get stuck in these bad movies. <laughs> um, but Chad asked her to like have coffee, and she's like, oh no, like I'm waiting for a man pauses it's my, my dad, dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was just real strange and nick cage shows up he's you know being all like happy with the flight attendant and then he's surprised to see his daughter and they talk for a little bit he sees her from really far away he does like obviously they were told like look over there yeah. <laughs> uh but he's like excited to see her and they talk for a little bit and basically they just like, she holds nothing back. No. She's, she's like, you're cheating on mom. Yeah, she's like, you're cheating on mom. Our family hates everyone because mom's a Christian now. And just all of this, like, she just fully launches into it. And I'm like, come on. Like, first of all, Leah Thompson seemed really nice when we got to talk to her for three minutes. Mm -hmm. And then they're just like, no, she's tore our family apart because she's religious now. Yeah, it was insane. I'll give Ray credit. Uh, Nick Cage, mm -hmm. like the character, because he was like, "Look, just take it easy on her." Yeah, she's doing her thing. Well, he's doing his awful, terrible. True, thing. but he was he was doing the right dad thing in that instance. Yeah, it's like she's your mother, she loves you. Be nice to her. Yeah, but then she was like, "I just can't do this anymore." <laughs> and then she's like, "Why don't you have your ring on, Dad?" Like she was so interrogative the whole time. Fair though. Yeah, that was a lame excuse. I never. That doesn't make any what? sense. It's safety hazard in a plane. Yeah, it's like, my finger's gonna fall off. Everybody else does. Yeah, but I just thought that whole interaction between them was crazy because she just kept, like, being so mean to him, and I was like, you flew home just to see him. Yeah. And now you're being all mean. It's not your fault you didn't, you know, let him know you're coming home and just made it a surprise. Yeah. And he heads out, and, um... 
Also, wait, she also was just like, I figured you were leaving mom when she said that. was insane. Yeah. And then she kept saying, like, oh, I understand if you don't like mom anymore. Like, just like. I know. I was like, just because she has, like, new beliefs, you would think he would up and leave her. Which, granted, he was already with another woman. So, in a way, her beliefs are founded. Um, (laughs) But she's just like, I assumed you were leaving her today on your birthday. I was like, that's a lot to put on him, but okay. Uh, and then you would just think like for someone who's a pilot who has a schedule that isn't always predictable, mm-hmm. she would like think through it and not just surprise him, but would like actually call him and let him know just to make sure he's actually going to be home. Yeah, you would. But obviously Chloe is not the sharpest tool in the shed. Which well, is okay. and like he's a pilot. He could have gotten on the flight out to her and then they could have flown back together. Yeah. Been nice. It would have been, but missed but opportunity. Yeah. And this movie just like picks the most easy arguments for like non-believers to use. Yeah. Like it really made me frustrated because uh, <laughs> they'd just be like, "Oh, why are there earthquakes and natural disasters if God loves people?" Read Pain by C.S. Lewis. <laughs> and then, like you know, Chloe and Chad Michael Murray just talk about that and. Then they reiterate the fact that like people love it when there are earthquakes because God wants those to happen. That and I'm like, ridiculous. when has anyone ever said that? No one's ever <laughs> said that. Um, and then, wait, okay. Chad Michael Murray like gets when he goes on the plane and he's like the last person to get on the plane. Like even after the pilot, he just walks into the 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 cockpit. pilot bay. Yeah, he walks into the. I couldn't remember the word for cockpit, and I was like, pilot's area. <laughs> um, <laughs> He literally walks into the cockpit, which would never... Not now. Ever. This was post-9-11. Yeah, yeah, so, no, this would never happen. No. He, like, was, like, such a, like, the epitome of, like, a rich person. I can do whatever I want. And, like, yeah. he was yelling at people at some points and, like, taking control. I'm like, man, you have no power here. Yeah, and then, like, he also just hangs out in the cockpit at the end of the movie and sits with Nick Cage. Just because he has the hots for his daughter. That whole and thing was so bonded. awkward. And then he bonded over how, like, she I didn't yes, like that. that no. was weird. I didn't like how similar his daughter and Hattie looked. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's problematic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, we ain't even going to talk about that. Then. I did not like that. But, um, so an employee at the airport had stopped Chloe and was like, hey, I got these U2 tickets for your dad. Don't know why, like, he would have, like, an end to get U2 tickets for London. Yeah. Um, but he did, you know, so... That happens. Yeah, and that's where we find out that Ray actually has been planning to leave for two weeks. Yeah. Because he's like, yeah, I've been trying to get him for two weeks now. Okay. So he's he dropped that line, and I was super confused. I just figured he was, like, working really hard to find tickets. Because I thought, like, that's a weird birthday gift. Mm-hmm. But no, it was Ray had asked him to get him tickets. As a way to show us, like, hey, he planned the trip to London. Yes. Because it wasn't, like, halfway through until Nick shows Hattie the YouTube tickets. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I thought that was literally the guy just being like, hey, here's for you and your wife to go. See, that's what I thought for, like, local here. Yeah. I was like, okay, but no, yeah. Because he, like, it was so poorly explained. It was very badly written. Because that's the only way we know that he planned this trip. I think until the very end of the movie when he says it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I was like, 
why is this such a big deal about the tickets and everything? Because then he talks with Chad later, and he's like, oh, yeah, I guess Chloe saw these or whatever, because uh, she gave them to Chad to pass on to her dad. I loved the note she wrote on the inside of the tickets. Was this that- is the worst day of my life. It was like, this is the saddest day, saddest of, my day of my life. Wait, there was a... Did you miss that? Happened? I never saw this. Wait. On the inside of the envelope with the tickets. Yeah, so when he would open them, it just said, this is the saddest day of my life. <laughs> Watching this movie was the saddest day of my life, low-key. Oh my gosh, that makes me want to cry. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, Chad Michael Murray gets on the plane. And <laughs> he's just sitting down, and then... I, this old woman who I can only assume is related to someone a part of the movie and they got her in the film she was terrible oh, she, she was so bad we're doing a segment of reenactors talking <laughs> doing her dialogue we're, we're home but <laughs> she's like look honey it's Frank Sinatra let me Frank Sinatra looks nothing like Jed Michael Murray ever what a weird collection of people in this first class cast. everyone's a villain Everyone is everyone's a villain. Something special. Like none like we are told basically from the second we meet all of them that all of them are mean mm-hmm. and terrible people yeah. except for the two that get raptured. The two that disappear or like there's like the air marshal. Yeah. And then the old man. The old man. Oh well, I guess and in, then in the, the daughter. Yeah. And then the, the dad or whoever. Yeah, like other than them, everyone here is like evil and is supposed to be left behind because yeah. they are just the like the worst people ever. Well, that's what we were talking about. Like, this is such a bad portrayal because, like, so say this happened, you take all the Christians. That doesn't just mean only terrible, awful people are yeah. left. Yeah, <laughs> it just means people who didn't believe in God are left. Yeah, like, not all of them have to be awful. No, yeah. most of them are pretty okay. <laughs> yeah, but the movie is like no didn't believe in God, they are the scum of the earth. And basically that is what all these characters are as we get to know them more. Corrupt businessmen, short people. (laughs) Short people who are jaded, or who are racist. And Um, who gamble. And who gamble. Um, Women running from bad husbands. Mm -hmm. uh, And... Senile women. Yeah, senile... (laughs) Senile women. So, like, that made me question, like, if people have dementia, are they not gonna... Maybe she just. Maybe she just didn't believe. Maybe she. Oh no! What? Maybe she forgot she believed. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, that's not a thing. Before we dive into uh, apologetics. I'm not sure before she like didn't believe. Exactly. And maybe her husband found it working, like helping her with her dementia stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Well, like, the whole dialogue they have, where he's like, we're not home yet. I was, was like, that's like a really bad, like, heaven illusion? I really felt like it was. I didn't at first when I heard it, and then later on, I was like... No, because when like I, that, I watched but... that scene twice, so <laughs> I definitely feel like it was an illusion to heaven because of the way he said it. He goes, this isn't home. Or what did he say? We're not home yet? Yeah, he's like, we're not home yet. And then she's like, he gets confused. And I'm yeah. like, okay. I was like, that that was bad. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's one of like the few religious things about this movie, I guess, other than Leah Thompson's character. You mean other than the tribulation? The Yeah, the, <laughs> well, let's be real. That's just the backdrop, John. Okay? <laughs> um, but so many of the people here are just angry and look pissed with everyone else. Like, the guy who's on his phone in the back with the country accent. He seemed happy. 
Yeah, like he seems like it. Like other just, than him being on his phone when they said to turn off your phone, just a busy businessman. Like he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. And then there's the one dude who's talking about like Area Fifty One and <laughs> hyperspace. That guy was such a weird character. He was just. Uh, he was strange. There, there was no need for his character because then, like, whenever they show him, he's just like the people are still here, but we're just like in a time a time loop or something, or in a wormhole. Wormhole in a different dimension where they don't exist. It was just so strange. He never said like a normal thing. Mm-mm. No. Not once. No. And then, when Chloe gets home, I want to know if she even, like, does she just like believe in God and doesn't have like deep spiritual beliefs, or, or is she just like, God doesn't exist? Because she talks with Aaliyah, and she like roasts her about her faith, and then she's like, all I know about God is that he's the reason dad's not home right now. Um, would you know? We don't know that. Well, no, Maybe. I think she meant like, he's not here because you have this new faith. And you pushed him out. Well, I meant like, we don't, I mean, maybe they were having troubles before Leah Thompson became religious. I think they were, if I remember from the books. But, let's be real, this movie didn't go. Well, I mean, maybe in that aspect. They I were like, we'll they, keep this one thing. It looks wrong. like they tried to base the characters pretty accurately off of the books. Okay. Just the plot. Was the flight attendant in the book? Yes. He was having an affair. Oh. I don't think she sticks around like she does in this, though. Okay. I think it's just more of a why was he on the plane deal. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. Mm. Okay. Uh, and the short guy... Or, I'm sorry. The little person <laughs> on... What is the politically accurate term it's nowadays? It's little people. It little, little people? people? Yeah, okay. Yeah, because shows are like little people. Oh, like little people. Big yeah, but world. I didn't yeah. think they His liked that. His name is Martin Kelba. Is he the one that's in everything? He's in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. I was going to say, because I looked him up and I was like, this man looks so familiar. I was going to say, he does a lot of stuff. But there's another little person who's in like the Star Wars films and like Professor Flitwick from Harry Potter. That's yeah, a different that's person. The, is he the one that does the little droid? I don't know. No, that guy... Um, and then there's Not also C3PO. Warwick Davis. No, you're about R2-D2, right? No, 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 no. Was somebody in R2-D2? In the first movie. Oh, I didn't know that. No, the little, um, the one that's like a rectangle box with the two feet. Somebody walks that one around. Oh. See, that's fantastic. I have no idea. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but he is so angry with Jordan Sparks' oh, daughter. Yeah. Because she literally looks over at him once. Yeah. And then he just rips into her, and he's like, you wonder how I use the bathroom? You wonder how I drive a car? You wonder how I do this? And I was just like, she didn't say anything. She just looked at you, but okay, have this full-on rant. Yeah, and like, she didn't even like, sneer at him or like, make her yeah. She's just like, looking around the plane. And... Yeah, and then she just comes back with nothing but kindness, and she's like, we're going to go visit my dad, and he plays football. Um, and then she's like, but he hurt his arm, so then the <laughs> little... The dog in the Wait, what? Did you, did you hear that part where he's like, he hurt his arm because of the dog, and then he like kicked him in the pool? Yeah, the dog bit his arm, and so he kicked the dog in the pool. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. Oh, so he got left behind. Well, no wonder Jordan Sparks is leaving him. <laughs> okay, then. And, and there's like some whole crazy deal there that we know nothing about. Yeah, we get none of that backstory. We deserve some of it because it is wild. I because like tea. Jordan Sparks makes it sound like they're gonna, you know, the daughter's like, we're gonna go visit my dad. Yeah. But then Jordan Sparks is like, no, we're escaping from him because they're going to London. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and but none of that made sense. No. Uh, and then the Middle Eastern man 
sees the little person try and put his suitcase away, and he's like, hey, would you like me to help you? And then the little person's just like, absolutely not. Like, and then he doesn't even put his suitcase away. Yeah, he doesn't even. <laughs> yeah, like, he just sits back down. Because he couldn't do it, but he didn't want somebody to help him do it. Yeah, so I was like, okay, then. Don't really get what the point of that was. Uh, and then Chloe leaves her house in a big huff and takes her brother, Raimi, to go to the mall. Terrible name. And they hang out. They watch people breakdance in yeah. the mall. The whole first hour and ten minutes of this movie was it's a big build so up. long. It takes a long time to get anywhere. Also, the movie just felt like it was going to last for eight days. And it was really hard to get through. It's very hard to get through. And while they're, like, at the mall, like, did you, I know this is, like, real small, but did you notice that the clapping was definitely not synced <laughs> up? Well, just like that, and then it was the, like, least enthusiastic clapping I've yeah. ever seen. They're all just, bad. like, fake smiling, like, yay. <laughs> I was just like, that beat and what we're seeing in the footage is I not linked up. Yeah. And... Um, Chloe just, like, is hugging her, or, like, they're in the food court, she and her brother, and her brother's just, like, out of nowhere, it's like, mom and dad are okay, right? And then she's like, yeah, they're okay, and he's Is like... Is that where they hug? Yeah. I think that's where they hug, yeah. And then where, snap, everybody's Yeah, and then it's just, like, a light flashes, and then his clothes fall to the floor, and then she kind of just looks at the ground, and, like, she's not really, like, shocked or scared, but she just the, looks at the ground. The most upsetting part of this whole movie was she's holding him and he disappears and she thinks he like ran, away ran all over town out of his clothes I, it, I get being confused but there's a level of like like she's checking places and going Raimi and it's like 20 yeah. minutes later in the movie she's not even near the mall anymore yeah like she goes to the hospital yeah and I'm like why would why would, why would he be there yeah. why, why would he be there like I get the moms that are like in their strollers like upset because their baby's gone at least they understand like the baby didn't run away yeah, yeah. but she, Chloe is so dense <laughs> <laughs> that is the perfect word the, the person she was holding she thought just I guess apparated out of her arms he's a wizard yeah. Um, but yeah she spends the rest of the movie trying to find him until like the final oh, 20 where she's talking to her dad my word and I was just like he gone, okay? Like, look around. Everyone else is missing someone, too. Something's going on. It drove me crazy. And like I said, I get it. Traumatic event. You're processing. Mm-hmm. You're not going to put together the pieces immediately. Mm-mm. But you're not going to think they ran away out of your clothes in their, in your arms. While you find a lot of other people's clothes just hanging around the yeah. mall. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's just one of those things. Um, but she isn't really distressed yet. Like, because when the car, like, when the car rips into the mall, she's just, like, on the ground, you know, literally just looking through his clothes as if he might have, like, shrunk (laughs) underneath the clothes. Uh, And she's just, like, okay, like, she's not distressed or anything. And then the car breaks into the mall, and then she, like, runs away. She doesn't even, like, cry throughout this whole experience. No, no. Mm -mm. Best actor. The girl in the car outside the mall who the truck behind her was running into the whole yes. time. Yes. She was fantastic. Yeah. Did you notice her? No. I know. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds amazing, though. No. She, she was, like, distraught. She was really upset about the fact someone was running into her car. Yeah, because the truck behind her, I guess, got mad. I don't know why, but just kept running into the back of her car. 
and she was a fantastic actress. She was like crying and everything. Yeah, she she's did like, great. I'm gonna take my thir- my thirty seconds of fame, and I'm gonna like just roll with it. She did. She's she stood out to me. <laughs> I know she did stand out to me too, cause they cause they did like zoom in on her. Yeah, she had like one close up, and mm-hmm. then a couple times as Chloe's like running out, you could see her still in her car. Like, yeah. So like they they were singling her out she for a reason because she had the chops to act mm-hmm. unlike anyone else in this movie. Yeah. Um, but like it just happened like so the rapture happens in just like a flash, and the people disappear on the plane, and then everyone the is falling out of the sky. Yeah, in the that mall, was crazy. Because <laughs> they were like inside, you just start seeing clothes falling down. I know. I was like, were people just levitating, or did multiple kids jump off a railing at the same time? Because I was like, why would they just fall from the sky? Um, I was like, were they holding a balloon? And then I was like, no, even that still doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, because it showed a balloon floating away as if yeah. they were floating in the middle. I was like, that's just so strange to me. The clothes just falling. Yep, just out of midair, kids can fly now. Um, and then when people disappear on the plane, like there is absolute chaos. Mm-hmm. And people rush to the pilot's door. Yeah. Like, why do people are like the pilot did this or like (laughs) he knows like why would they just assume he immediately knows everything they were ready to mob him though yeah like they they were gonna like bash in and then nick cage um turns (laughs) down the air pressure which i was like life hack didn't know that was a thing (laughs) just decompresses the cabin which was amazing and then like everyone Interesting that, like, when they're about to crash, like, they don't have the masks on, but, like, when, you know, everything is fine for the moment, they do not have to put the masks on. Um, and everyone goes back to their seat. His co-pilot has disappeared. Yeah. And he yeah. Do- yeah. You know, and then, like, they make it seem like there's no one left on the plane. Like, for flight attendants. Very few people that disappeared. Yeah. Well, because the one other flight attendant, Kimmy. Kimmy. I think there were three, because there was also, like, an there was an Asian lady who just never comes back, but so I guess she didn't matter. I guess she, I guess she just wasn't important. Um, <laughs> she's important to Jesus. She was gone. Yeah. There were that. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, you're right, because I was like, there were multiple flight attendants when we started this, yeah. and then now there's just one. Like, are you saying that everyone on the service staff was religious? Which, you know, that's great, but... That was the Bible study that Kimmy was going to, was just all the flight attendants. True, (laughs) except for Hattie. Um, They're like, you're sleeping with another... Well, actually, none of them knew he was married, so... They wouldn't know. It's a long ruse that he kept up. Yeah. Because he's been a pilot for a while. If he just never wears his ring when he flies. Maybe he was telling the truth and he never did wear his ring. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe the day they got married, he's like, I wear. (laughs) Um, but everyone wants to speak with Nick and they're like he knows the answer and there's like a fair amount of turbulence for a little bit because I think he stepped out to go talk to Hattie and then the rapture happened yeah because they were that's when he showed the tickets yeah and all that stuff and so then he goes back and like even after he's gotten control of the plane again like there's turbulence for like the next 15 minutes and I'm like, dude, you've got the plane under control again. Why is there still turbulence? Let's talk about science. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, I think John's going to break this down. So, the noise that would have happened when the tribulation, when everybody disappeared, would have been ridiculously loud. Because where everybody was, if you assume they just vanished, 
air would have rushed in and basically would have created sonic booms all over the world, all at, like at the same time. So then they all would have died in that plane instantly. Probably, and that could also explain the turbulence if the air is failing back in. So. Okay. So, I don't think that's why they did it. No, absolutely not. But I will guarantee I it's don't not. I think they were that well no. researched. But it could be the episode. We can pretend like it is, and then it can get a 2% on Rotten <laughs> Um But, like, there's so much, tur- outside of science, it was there's so much turbulence for the rest of the movie. Like, it's never good air flying or anything afterwards. Um, and back on the ground... It's, you know, Rapture happened like six minutes ago, and everyone has just lost it. Yeah, just everybody went crazy. Yeah, like, people are stealing already. Taking money from people. Looting people's wallets. Yeah! (laughs) I saw that when the guy came down the escalator and found the purse. I was like, good grief. Uh, And then, like... And you said something to the extent of it, like... If COVID hadn't happened, I would have thought that was unrealistic, but then, like, seeing all the looting and the craziness that did occur, I have just no faith in it. You know what? That's actually a really sad Yeah, because I was like, no way. Oh, no way. Yeah. They did that. That's happened to us. We lived it. Yeah, especially in Kentucky. Um, (laughs) But I was just like, it's been six minutes and people have already lost it. Like, there's so much traffic already. I love how many people are stealing TV. Yeah. Like, I don't know why that's the priority at the moment. The thing that... One of the hundreds of things that upset me about this movie was how inaccurate, like, stuff happening after the rapture was. Because, like, so Chloe leaves the mall. Mm-hmm. She goes walking, and she gets to the bridge. Well, actually, she goes out to the car. Yeah, so we have a whole plane crash. Yeah. We have all kinds of stuff that happens, and then we finally get to... Uh, the the bridge, but the bus crashes. It's been like 10, 15 minutes since. At least has the bus just been rolling this whole time? Like, was no one left on it? Well, obviously, because it looked empty. Obviously, all the kids went because they got raptured. No one find a body or anything. That's what I'm saying. So the bus driver's gone too. So has the bus just been rolling by itself for twenty minutes? If so, it would not. Have enough traction to run off the bridge, and it would have just hit the bridge New instead theory. of going off. <laughs> the bus driver was so upset from all the kids disappearing that he just drove off the bridge to kill himself. I don't want to think about that, um, but maybe that's my theory. It's the also, only way it makes sense. Also, maybe I'm a bad person, but while that scene at the bridge did happen because she was in the underpass at the time, uh, people on a moped like drive past <laughs> her, and then they just like go really slow next to her and take her backpack and drive off. Yeah. I really laughed at that scene. I thought it was so funny. Um, but yeah, I, I, it was bad, but at the same time, I thought it was hilarious. Um, and I was just like, it's just a backpack. It was Rainy's, though. It was Rainy's. Why did he bring a backpack to the mall? Yeah. Because she said, go grab your stuff. He, and I thought, like, I thought like he was going to go inside and grab shoes or like a hat. No, he comes out with a backpack. Maybe it was he was full. ready to lose. True. He was like, come on, sister, let's go steal in this <laughs> Um, But, yeah, I thought that was all kind of a little bit extra. And then, back in the plane, Nick leaves his post. There's no one in the... Actually, no. Uh, someone who doesn't know how to fly the plane comes into the cockpit. The Hattie comes in, and she's like, I'll stay here and do nothing. Yes, she's like, I'll watch it. She's a flight attendant. I know. I'm like, I'm sorry, are you a pilot? Autopilot. And always, this movie 
make Airplane. me laugh and think of the movie Airplane. Like, just like the big inflatable auto put that on here. Because I was like... That movie's too good to be on this podcast. It's so bad, though. My parents really like that movie. I it's love that movie. movie. I've never seen it, but I want to see it. Okay, it's on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely bad enough to be on here, but it's also hilarious. Well, okay, then we can keep it in the future. <laughs> but on the topic of autopilot, that plane... The plane that's coming up real soon is problematic because it should not be flying still. Autopilot. It wouldn't still be lasting that well. Yeah. If they had had the turbulence that Nick Cage had. It's to the point nowadays where you can take off and once you get to cruising altitude, press a button and it'll take you basically all the way there. Okay. I feel like... I mean, because think about... There's still issues. How much active flying does a pilot really do? Once you hit cruising altitude, it's like cruise control. I mean, you're not turning. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. I mean, I don't know. I, I would imagine. Ask I, w- I, I didn't question that at all. I questioned that. I was like, that plane should be crashed by now, but okay. Did you not a pilot? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. It's a pilot for UPS. Uh, that's why you have all the UPS paper. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's clicking. I knew he was in the military, and so no. in my head, that's just what he no, it's all good, but yeah. So I'll have to ask him next time. I'll yeah, be like, you should. How much fun is there in the sky? Because um, <laughs> if I'm correct in thinking, I don't think really it's that much necessary hands-on time yeah. besides takeoff and touchdown. I, no I think a lot of it's just boom, fly, and then they're there if the apocalypse happens yeah. and they have to land it on a highway in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Well, I'll ask him. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Uh, but he goes, leaves his post. And he just goes to speak to everyone mm-hmm. about what happened and how he knows literally nothing and he can't talk to ground control. Didn't he just talk to first class, though? Yes. No, he walked through first class and talked to business class. Okay. Yeah. I just remember him, like, avoiding half of the plane for some reason instead of just, like, talking over the intercom like he did earlier. I don't yeah. know why he didn't just stay in the cockpit and talk over the intercom. No, he walked back to business because that's where the all the people that were riding are, and one of them stands up and he goes, sit down! Yeah, that's, like, the one time Nick Cage shows a lot of emotion. In the yeah, scene. and then he sat down. <laughs> and everyone wants to know what's up, as if Nick is... All knowing. Personally responsible. Uh, yeah, as if he's personally <laughs> responsible for everyone just disappearing. Uh, and it's just so rickety the entire time. Like, everything is shaking in this plane right now. Yes. And um, then when he goes back, we get the British woman who's been wearing sunglasses the whole time. What is her deal? Because it coke. Like, well, <laughs> here's the thing. I couldn't tell what the drugs were that she has it with was her. White. Oh, okay. I'm guessing it was coke. I thought maybe she was schizophrenic because she has a note on her hand that says none of it's real. It's because she's tripping. Okay, because I was like, okay, maybe she's taking medication for her condition, mm-hmm. um, but I guess not. And then, like, she came on the plane and she was totally fine. Uh, I think she was already high. Just, yeah. Like, kind of, like, cruising. Okay. Because she, she came on, like, real, just, like, closed in... She had her hood on and her glasses on. I just couldn't get what her deal was because she kept her sunglasses on the in- entire movie. She was such a weird vibe because then she like bonds with the businessman and then she's also the one that introduces. What well, could she do, the businessman? Which was odd. That was weird. Because her like, dad why did we get that connection? Busy businessman too. Yeah. That whole thing was just so strange. Yeah. And um, where do, where is did it? we know that guy was a marshal? 
No. Not until he disappears. Okay, because I was going to say, because when the gun showed up, I was like, well, the only way there's a gun if there's a U.S. Marshal. Air Marshal. Yeah. So that, when did Jordan Sparks get that gun? I don't know. She because never, like, she reached over. I was saying, because she didn't reach into his seat. And we it. never see her over there. No. Like, I thought the little person was going to get the gun, because he literally sits right next to him. Yeah. Um, well, because the holster was empty. I don't know if you caught that. It was. So she uh, never goes over there. No, she doesn't. But at one point when Buck's filming, you can see the holster on him, and there's no gun in it. Huh. And when it's just clothes are sitting there. Okay. And I was like, okay, somebody has the gun. But I that. we've only seen her like once. Yeah. And when it was she when comes she back said, and yells at her daughter. Yeah. Like <laughs> when she comes back from the bathroom, and it's like leave the man alone. <laughs> And then she gets like kind of worried when her daughter disappears, but then that's all we see. Yeah. That's all we have Jordan Sparks speak to until she gets the gun and uses it. But the little person is like ready to throw hands with the Middle Eastern man. Yeah. When he's like, maybe we should all stop and pray. And then the little uh, the little person is like, to your God or to my God. And I was just like, to well, any God, stuff's going like, down. I know. I was just like. I don't know. It doesn't really seem like you have one based off of how you treat people. Um, but okay. And then he does the whole, like, I'm watching you thing with his fingers. And I was like, what is your problem? This man's done nothing wrong. He actually tried even to help you. Yeah. And then Nick goes back to the cockpit. And he sees another plane coming on the horizon. Straight on. Which yeah. I feel like at that moment in time, you should, like, change course immediately. Well, and, like... <laughs> They haven't changed courses yet, so this was... On his way to London. Yeah, this was a scheduled collision. Somebody wanted Nick Cage dead. Yeah. Um, but Nick is just like, hey, is anyone there? Does that for like a solid minute before he changes like he direction at the very last minute? As soon as I saw a plane, we're going up. I know, I was like, <laughs> why would you not room? do something immediately? Yeah. Um, well, and then he says, he says... We're, we're going up a thousand feet. But instead of going up, he turns. Yeah. I don't know. It made it worse. I don't think Nick Cage knew either. <laughs> he was like, my brother owes me so bad for this. <laughs> but um, the wing of the plane, it literally makes a thing sound in the movie when the tips of the wings tap each other. Uh, and... I was like that first of all that would have shook the plane like yeah. there would have been so much turbulence because of that uh, not to mention the fact I feel like there would have been some kind of big collision or I, a fire I definitely think they would have crashed if that had happened yeah considering a bird can bring down a plane yeah like the force of that plane there would have been a bigger impact but it just taps like one of the rotors or like the engine or something and you just hit the wing and then like some fuel leaks out at some point yeah uh and then i think at this point we realize it's just hattie left as the flight attendant she's the only one there um but he takes forever to do anything and then I think the little person sneaks over to the Middle Eastern's bag. Well, yeah, well, everybody's looking out the window. Yeah, and he pulls out what will be revealed to be a toothbrush. What? Those bags he pulled out look like drugs. Yeah. They did. Or pills. Or it something. was shady. It was sketch. But then, yeah, the Middle Eastern guy comes over and, like, like real intensely, like, reaches down in his bag. And we're mm -hmm. like, oh, no, it's going to be a gun. And then Chloe gets shot at. Yeah, because she's just walking down the street... 
and then this guy comes flying out of a window with this man with long hair carrying a shotgun (laughs) is like pointing it at her and I'm like what is happening? He this is intense. crazy. Yeah. Um, like the western music over yes, I know. I was like, is this music. Billy Ray Cyrus in Old Town Road? What is going on? The western music was insane. And she just like runs away and then we go right back to the plane immediately and it's just a toothbrush. Yeah. So that was a lot for me to handle. Honestly, not going to lie. Um, and then... Is this where she gets the gun? I think Jordan... Okay, real quick though... Did you notice the guy who came flying out of the window had white face paint on? Yeah, I don't know. He had like a face mask too. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, we're that far into, you know, the apocalypse yet. Like, it's been not even an hour. Um, But I guess it basically is. People are always ready to loot. Oh, yeah. They definitely ready to throw down. (laughs) Um, But then Jordan Sparks, I think, is almost about to get... It ain't happening yet, no. Oh, jeez. (laughs) <laughs> it's still, no, it's still coming. Um, Chloe goes over to the hospital. Uh, she throws a rock through a window to get into the hospital, and then she makes like such a big scene of having to go through there. Like instead of moving the glass aside or something, she like just puts her hands on it and she's like, "Hee!" <laughs> and I was just like, "Chloe, kick it to the side. It's okay. We're open the door from the inside." Um, but that was the whole thing. And then Nick Cage is starting to get suspicious of what happened, and he sees his pilot's co or his co-pilot's watch that just happens to have John three sixteen. I know. I inscribed in it. I feel like a bad Christian. Well, I don't I have like, any Bible verses on me. You have a pocket watch. Yeah, but I don't have it on me. That's true. Well, hey, I, I'm a good Christian. Don't yeah, your tattoo won't yeah. stay there. Yeah. Would the ink fall out of you? Ooh, that'd be cool. Man, that's a good question. We don't, we don't know. All the we'll figure it out eventually. Yeah, all the fake legs and stuff that are gonna be left behind. Oh my gosh! <laughs> In the implants. People will be like, I knew they were fake. Yeah, I was saying, there'd be some weird implants left. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> people are talking about just piercings falling out. True. Some, you didn't know some piercings had. you didn't know people had. Wigs. 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 That would be the only way I know. Someone I'm so bad spotting them. There'd be some weird things that would get left There would be some strange things. Fake eyes. That'd be cool. Man, that'd be creepy. That would be creepy. Mm -mm. But Nick Cage is like, oh, surely every other religious person has religious things (laughs) on their person. And they did. And they did. (laughs) Like, Kimmy had an agenda with her where she writes about her Bible study meetings. And I'm like... That don't mean she a Christian, but okay. No. Uh, just like having John 3.16 on your watch doesn't mean you're a Christian, but okay. Especially John 3.16. I know. I was just Everybody. like, that is the most basic verse ever. Everybody knows it. But okay. And Nick is like, I know what's happened now. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, it's funny because Irene knew everything that was going to happen. In and it was vivid detail. I know. And I was like, Nick, you weren't even around. You were just talking to Hattie when it happened. You didn't see anything. All you know is that people are gone. Yeah. So, it he doesn't know what's happened. Well, and like nowhere in the Bible does it say people's clothes will be left behind. Yeah, yeah I was just like, they're nowhere. Yeah. Um, she must have read Left Behind by Tim LaHaye and Jerry B. Jenkins. Yeah, she was just like, I read this book, and so I know that's basically what the Bible says. <laughs> um, 
But then it's now 75 minutes in when Jordan Sparks speaks for like the second time and pulls out her gun. That is, I think the only toast was the absolute shock of that scene. Oh, you could I can tell it was really riveting for you, John. <laughs> but it had my it kept my attention for the two minutes that happened. But she's just like crazy. Yeah, cause she like thinks that her husband, the football player, has paid everybody on this plane to like be in on the deal that he stole her daughter. Yeah, and that holds up to a what. Well, She's like, I fell asleep and the plane landed. And then we got back up and I just woke up and then she was gone. Somebody I was like, You drugged me and that it would was. That's such a, like, I don't know, that's such a crazy plot. So hysterical. Yeah. Well, and so my biggest pet peeve in this whole movie is people are coming up with all these crazy ideas and it's not till like 20 minutes to the end. People are like, Maybe it's God. Yeah, like, I was just like, Just because you aren't religious doesn't mean you don't know any. Well, thing about like, religion. I'd say it's just like Christianity and American culture. We're so used to hearing it all the time, also because we go to church. I say like, it doesn't feel like that crazy to me. Yeah, well, they might not know specifics either, but like even to get to the point of like, okay, people vanished, their clothes are here, there's no logical explanation, mm-hmm. there's two options. Well, Aliens? according to the one person there does invisible, but. Did somebody say that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I missed the invisible part. No, there's either two explanations, aliens or God. Yeah. And really, one of those is a little more feasible than the other. And it's not until, like, like you said... Aliens. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> Definitely the aliens. Um, but it's not until, like, 20 minutes in, like you said, Brian, where the British lady is like, one time I went to Bible camp, yeah. and everyone talked about this. What kind what of Bible? weird... I know! <laughs> We've studied this because you guys went to a Bible study with me. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But I was like, for a child Bible camp? Like, why would you talk about Revelation? It must have been, like, Pentecostal or something. I know. I was like, that's just crazy. Um, and she's like, but yeah, this is all just... This is what's going to happen. And then when Chad Michael Murray was talking to Jordan Sparks about the gun, because Jordan Sparks like turns the gun on herself, he's like, my mom was sick. And I was like, she was depressed and suicidal, but don't talk about her like that. Yeah. He was like, she was disgusting. <laughs> I was just like, worst. don't talk about her like that. That's not right. Um, but Nick tells Patty everything that he thinks is going on, and he reveals that he's actually married. And then Hattie is like, you lied to everyone in your life, and now you're asking me to find God. And I was like, that's not, not what he's what asking. He said. <laughs> uh, he's just trying to explain what might have happened. He's not trying to preach, but I mean, okay. he's here with you, too. He yeah. wasn't on the good side yeah, of Yeah, like, he wasn't doing what he was supposed to. And then, like, at one point, Nick says to Chad Michael Murray, he's like, I have to land this plane to let people right their wrongs. It's not like, I need to land this plane to keep people alive. It's like, oh, they need to right their wrongs, and then they can go to heaven. He's like, got quite the hero's complex in this. Mm-hmm. And he's literally, like, just, I feel like he's so problematic in this entire movie. He's also, like, the least important in the series. He is. It's oh, all, really? It's all about Buck and Chloe, for the most part. Oh. Because they get together. Oh. Well, I, could've, I saw that coming from a mile away. And have a kid. <gasps> no way. Yes. Oh, okay. And in Trials and Tribulations, that's what y'all are focused on. They got busy. To be fair, not for a bit. It's like a few years. I think they even get married first. That's nice. Yeah. 
was kind of coming to an end, though. Maybe they should work on some other <laughs> <laughs> Priorities are priorities. Well, because right? it was funny because they were like, is the baby going to get taken up like before they can give birth to it? Which oh. would have been traumatic. <laughs> that would be so terrifying. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> uh, also, did you guys notice how old the phones were in this movie? I was like, like I, didn't I know. Notice. No, they were really old. They were like, I mean, iPhones are a thing. I could see Chad Michael Murray. Because if he's as big of a traveler as he is, maybe he's got like a more rugged phone. Yeah. But like, Nick Cage had a really nice house. He's a pilot. He's got a lot of money. And like, the phone screen was like just terrible. It reminded me of my first flip phone. Same. Yeah. But, like, everyone has the same kind of phone. Which I'm just like, they couldn't get the rights for the regular kind. They spent all the budget on the plane. That's true. And they're like, here's just like this piece of cardboard we painted over. Uh, <laughs> so this is your phone. Um, but then, at various points, Chloe is able to get in, is able to call Chad while he's in the air. I was like, that ain't real, but okay. I love that the only reason she gets signal is because she climbs to the top of a bridge. Yeah, I was like... Is that, is that the only reason she got enough signal to call them? I don't know that it actually is, but that's what I like to imagine. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if it was. Uh, but she gets to the top of a bridge, according to Wikipedia, to kill herself. Well, because that's what we thought. But she's facing the wrong way. Did you yeah, that? She, was, she was facing towards the bridge. Yeah, she's just going <laughs> to jump like two foot down. Yeah, but I was like, we haven't got... For us to make that connection... It doesn't fit. I think it's just because she thinks her whole family's gone. Because she thinks her dad's dead. She because does. he left a voicemail. Yes. By accident. When he was trying to call Irene. Okay. Mia Thompson. I missed him leaving the voicemail. Did he just call and like forget to hang up because the yes. plane was about to hit? Okay. Yeah. I missed that. I I understood that that's what it was implying, but I didn't see it happen. But like. Even still, like, it was not set up well no. for us to think she was going to die. Um, but she calls Chad, and then he's like, we're trying to get back, and it's probably not going to go well. And then she's like, I've got work to do. So then <laughs> she, like, climbs down, and then she just books it back into the city. Apparently she can ride a motorcycle. Yeah, I was like, where did this come from? Okay. Uh, but she just finds a motorcycle and rides it to some random place in the middle of nowhere. Sharpay on a motorcycle would have been a good touch. That would have yeah. been so flipping good. That would have been a good touch. I would have loved to have seen her on that uh, piece of construction equipment moving stuff around. Yeah. yeah. Or just running into things with a truck. That would have been good. It yeah, because she does just start using the truck as a bulldozer. Yeah, and she's like, I'm just going to use this to move things. And, like, I get what she was doing. Especially, like, moving the 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 rollers made sense mm -hmm. but like the plane could have moved the cones just as effectively if yeah. not far more effectively yep. it probably also would have helped it slow down probably yeah. honestly it would have considering they don't have that much space to land yeah yeah but um nick cage is like oh i need you to like do a light so i can figure out where to land she's like <laughs> <laughs> she flashes her truck lights and is in like new york, can you see me in the outskirts of new york so, city something right in front of her headlights. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even like she's facing the water. Like, yeah. there's a cement block. <laughs> can, you, can you see this? I know. I was <laughs> laughing so hard. I was like, this woman. Okay, and so my favorite thing is, like, just the movies, like, has no continuity. So, like, he's up in the plane, and, like, we're looking down in New York. There's, like, normal New York lights. And so she has, like, an explosion that goes off the signal. 
and then they're all off the plane, and they turn, and all of New York is on fire. Yeah, I was just like, see, I missed that. How would they have noticed? One explosion. Thank you, right? That was a huge thing to me. I was like, how did they notice the fire, then, if there were already so many going on? But when they were flying, there's I, no fire. I no missed fire. the fire at the end, but she said that that's ridiculous. Because, <laughs> like, they turn everything's on fire. Every, literally everything was aflame, and I was like, that did not just happen all at once. <laughs> But okay. <laughs> and then Jordan Sparks goes over to British woman and is like, since you're the only person who has ever brought up God ever, will you please pray with me? First off, that businessman is definitely a Texan. And he has definitely been to church if he's from yeah, Texas. Yeah, I was like, he knows something. <laughs> yeah. But she's, and then the British lady's like, of course, of course. And I'm like, but if you guys don't believe in anything, what does it, what does it mean to pray? Yeah. Maybe they believe now. I mean, that would be pretty jarring, like, to literally see everybody disappear in front of yeah. you. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess you don't need to have a full faith set no. yet to They're pray. just like, yeah. Well, because, I mean, There's think about, like, deaths or tragedies. Everybody, like, mm-hmm. prays, whether or not they truly Christian pray or just the idea of, like, throwing your thoughts into the universe. Yeah. It was just a lot for me. Was. I was like, okay, Jordan Sparks, you finally got a third line, and now you're just going to start praying. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then Mick doesn't notice an electrical grid and flies into it and then chops off some like landing rope. It just or shears off the left tire. Yeah. I was no. Like, no. That's going to happen. But it does. And then once they like crash with like the worst special effects the of the best plane. The best part of that was when they're first getting ready to touch down and the plane is just like slowly settling into the runway. It was fantastically horrible. I don't yeah. know if you noticed. I saw, I was like, they aren't supposed to be landing like that. Like it was supposed to be a crash landing. It was like swoop. Was, I didn't like it. It was beautiful. And they crash, the plane skids. In the worst CGI I've ever seen. Yes. And then, like, Chloe gets out and runs over again. Like, she got... She did so much running in this movie. She goes over... She doesn't look for her dad first. She looks for Chad Michael Murray. She has known him... She only talked to him 30 minutes minutes. total. And then she's like, I'm so glad you're alive. You don't know him. I know. I was like, you know nothing about this man. No. She doesn't even go looking... Like, yeah, she doesn't go looking for her dad. No, she kind of just, like, wanders over there. Dad. Yeah. She calls him daddy. That was weird. I didn't like it. Daddy culture has ruined that word for mm-hmm. me. And they like all, or like the three of them huddle together and they're like, what do we do? End of movie. And then that's the end of the movie. Thank <sighs> goodness. Yeah. I do not want to know how many movies it would have taken at this pace to complete the series. Because we're not even through the first book. We're not even and through the first like ten 14. chapters. <laughs> Oh, wait, yeah, because you, yeah, you said in the book, this is not they, like, land the plane this in is, chapter 10. This is not a big deal in the book. Yeah. No, well, I mean, it's all about the plane. It's all about the plane. Forget the rapture and the people who left. Was the only problem. We need to land this plane. It is the only plane left. This was just the most convoluted setup to plane landing emergency. Yeah. I didn't like it one bit. It was terrible. Did we miss anything? I hope not. Okay. Oh, the poor pastor that got left behind. Oh, yeah. Yes. Pastor Bruce. Pastor Bruce. That wasn't... I remember that happening in one of the, in the teen books. It does happen. And th- I think this is also that same guy. It probably because is. Because they live in this... The kids lived in this neighborhood. It's probably the same person. Poor Pastor 
Yeah, he, yeah, I believe he was the kids' minister. That's why all the kids knew him and went there. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, well, did unless, did we miss anything? I, don't I think we got so. everything. Were there any dogs? Did all the dogs get taken? Oh, yes. I hope so. We didn't see any afterward. I'm just going to go ahead and say yes. It's canon. Yeah. All dogs go to heaven. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So all right, movie. movie. That is a movie. <laughs> All right, well, we will be right back with a segment of reenactors and all signs. Welcome back. Every now and again, there is a scene and a piece of dialogue that is so good that we can't help but want to try it out ourselves. It's been a hot minute since we've done this segment, so it's time for a segment of reenactors. Now, this, you know, little bit of dialogue is between two characters who are not integral to the story in any sense of the <laughs> word. Uh, they're very unimportant. However, the acting was so bad that I really believed that we needed to do this yes. um, for the sake of the podcast. <laughs> uh, so there's the role of old lady and old man. Do we have any volunteers to go first? Okay. Um, John, do you want to be old man? I can be old man. Okay. Okay. Get into character. Ryan, you're senile. John, you're not. You're making biblical allusions. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. I know you. Look, George. It's Frank Sinatra. What's that? It's Frank. Oh, George, listen. We're home. No, we're not. Sometimes he gets confused. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was so good. Oh I my gosh. That was really she, great. She is a senile old lady. Okay, so then it didn't take Ryan much to get it done. <laughs> that was awesome acting, guys. Um, I had two lines. Sign me up. That was great. Amazing. That was great. All right, Um, you guys want to switch parts? We can swap it up. I'll okay. be Chad Michael Murray in the scene. Just be quiet. Okay, I'll be the old man. Okay, I can be the old lady. Okay. All right. Channel Ryan. See how okay. was heck. Okay. Very happy and sad for not acting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need to make that note. I gotta read my stage notes. <laughs> I know you. Look, George. It's Frank Sinatra. What's that? It's Frank. Oh, listen, George. We're home. No. We're not home. Sometimes he gets a bit confused. All right, that was great. This is a lovely performance. I love how you really got into the old woman's <laughs> point of view. That was real. That's real classy. Yeah, the little grainy voice a little bit. Yeah, that was beautiful. All right. Are, are you ready to be old man? I'm Ryan? ready to be old man. Okay, I'll be old woman. I know you. Look, George. It's Frank Sinatra. <laughs> It's Frank. Oh, listen, George. We're home. No, we're not. Sometimes he gets a little bit confused. Why did she hit six octaves? <laughs> <laughs> she did hit six the octaves. Frank <laughs> I just felt like, you know, that's where it took me. <laughs> yeah, um, that's great. where the character took me. It was great, but it was such a <laughs> All right, well. That's it for this segment of Reenactors. Thank you guys for your participation. That was beautiful. <laughs>
Thank you. All right. Um, so it's now time for a segment of all sides, a segment dedicated to one, two, three, four, five star reviews from Amazon where the best critics go. The percentage of five star ratings was 65%. That's high. That's very high. Which I think is pretty dang high. Especially considering it got a 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, like, you would think people would know better, but the people of Amazon don't ever know better, so that's okay. Um, our first review is Ridiculously Stupid by Mel. I watched this when it came out. I was probably high because the second time I watched it just recently, it was really terrible. Just awful. The one good thing was when I read the books, just finished yesterday, I was able to picture Nicolas Cage as Rayford, and I liked that. All in all, this movie could have been a massive blockbuster, but it wasn't. It's awful. She must have been high to just want to watch it twice. I love that she read the whole series, though. I know. I I was like, that's some serious dedication. Because it's not short. Yeah. All right. Our two-star review is a little lengthy. Uh, John, would you like to read our two-star review? I can do so. Uh, Titled, So Very Bad, It Might Be Moderately Bad? By Green JM32. This movie is a profound piece of garbage that I could not stop watching. The script is terrible and the acting is very poor and about 70% of the actors were speaking parts. My wife and I wanted to watch it based on how bad its reviews were. We thought it would be a good laugh. It was a lot of laughs. It was hard to keep up the comedy spirit with my wife because every 10 minutes I had to spend 5 minutes telling myself not to be ashamed for wasting time watching it. I really am upset by the fact that I have to select two stars instead of one star. I have tried to find a way in in my mind to do this, and I can't. As horrible as this movie is, I sat through the whole thing. Good luck with this movie, whether you choose to watch it or not. Whether you choose to watch it or not. All right, Ryan, would you read our three-star review, please? Sure, it's called Bleh. I was excited to see this movie by M. Walker. Bleh. I was excited to see this movie. One, I'm a relatively new Christian. Two, it stars Nicolas Cage with a smiley face. I was hoping the storyline was going to focus more on the return of the Lord Jesus and not the landing of a commercial airplane without a runway. Maybe it's a series and the other movies focus more on the importance of Jesus and who he is and how you actually get to be with him in the next life. Hope so, but I doubt I'll invest any more time in finding out. This woman was looking in all the wrong places for some spiritual inspiration. So, are there, like, Nick Cage fanatics? The next review is gonna... I think it's the... Maybe the five-star the review. The five-star one's called Love Nicholas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> Who? He I can be good at He's garbage. He has an Oscar, doesn't he? Probably not. He doesn't deserve one. I think he does. He doesn't. I, I think he and, got it for Moonstruck. And this is coming from someone. I love him in National Treasure. He is still the worst actor in those movies. He has an Academy Award for Best Actor. Yep. He's got a Golden Globe. He's got an MTV Award. He's going to be an Oscar, EGOT. <laughs> the Academy Award is an Oscar. Yeah. Oh, duh. Never mind. We <laughs> was it for Moonstruck? Or was it, it was for, for Leaving Moonstruck? Las Vegas? I thought it might be Leaving Las Vegas. He has not got an award, though. Oh, he's gotten two awards in the 2000s. The other ten are like the 90s. Yeah. So um, maybe... Maybe he used to be good. He used to be good. Okay. He was really good in The Family Man with um, Tia Leone. He looks so I know that movie, but I haven't seen it. It's a Christmas movie, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. That's not the one where he stalks people, is it? No. That was a Robin Williams movie. Are you talking about One Hour Photo? I don't know if it was Robin Williams. Though. That's Robin Williams. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Did you see that movie? No, but I want to. It's terrifying. Oh. 
Isn't it like he goes through someone's memory? He like stalks them and fabricates so, details about their life so using he photos. Like, works in a photo hour place, probably the one that they did the modeling at. In oh, for demo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like in love with his family, and he finds out like the husband cheated on the wife because he developed the photos for it, and so then he tortures them, um, like tortures the husband and the girlfriend, and like acts like he's taking pictures of them, but he takes pictures of, like little things around the room, so it doesn't incriminate. That's them. so crazy. It is the creepiest movie. No, I want to watch it. Watch it, but okay. do Okay, okay. Uh, our fourth star review is Food for Thought by Amazon Customer. Even though is not Nicolas Cage's best performance, this movie gives food for thought. Good eye-opener story. It is a good tool to introduce the concept of salvation and or consequences of not being saved in Christ to those who are undecided. No, it's not. The consequences you're locked on a plate. Yeah. <laughs> you have I would to survive the apocalypse. Never show this to somebody that's to like a new believer, a fledgling, no, or even to someone who <laughs> I want, <laughs> even to someone who I want to believe in God. I'd be like, don't. Watch no, this. I would never recommend. This is this such to a someone. bad like representation of the whole point of the mm-hmm. end of time. Yep. <laughs> John, would you read our five star review, please? I would. Do I have to? Yes. <laughs> I'm not a Nicolas Cage sympathetic. Love Nicolas Cage by Marisol P. I lived in Vegas and Nicolas Cage used to go to the same gym as I did. He is actually quite a humble person from what they told me, although I never got to see him there. I liked the movie. Glad he did a Christian movie. The heart of the topic, the rapture, is what got across and that is the important thing. It did not get across. It did not get across. Nicolas Cage sucks. I think it's so funny that like she's like, we went to the same gym. I've I heard he's know. a humble person. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. Um, okay, would you recommend this movie? No. Would you not? No. I would put this in my... I mean, I watched this for free on IMDb TV. It, that was nice that it was free. Yeah, it, it was. was. What would we pay for the other one? Yeah. I, yeah, that I would pay for the it. other one. Yeah. No, um, this is like top five worst. Top Like this, I think, worse. maybe beat term life. I think it did. I think, I think it did. Too. And I have, like, a hatred for that movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean... This ties with Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider is better <laughs> than this. Get out of here. Ghost Rider is amazing. I honestly just really do not like Nicolas Cage. I mean, I, I would watch Sleepover again before this I'd movie. watch Sleepover again before this. Yeah. This Sleep- ties with Turn Life. Honestly, this is awful. This was terrible. Okay. All right, well, let's decide then. Um, <laughs> let's get to closing announcements. Thanks for tuning in to the Roast and Toast podcast. If you notice anything in the movie we didn't cover, if you'd like to suggest a movie for us, you can reach us at roastandtoastpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe and leave a rating. Please leave us a rating and review. New episodes drop every other Tuesday. Tune in next time when we dig into White Chicks. I'm Jordan. I'm John. And I'm Ryan. And thanks for listening. Stay good, everybody.